Welcome into another episode of the CG Business Advisor brought to you by CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Thanks so much for tuning in. We appreciate your insight. If there's any topics that you would like to see discussed on the CG Business Advisor, you can hit us up for more information about CG Tax Audit and Advisory. Just go to cgteam.com, click on the podcast page. You'll get all of our old episodes as well. Today, we're going to talk about how to get business owners unstuck. Tim Campsell is the owner of TBC Action Coach of Indiana, and he serves as a business and executive coach for successful business owners who want to take things to the next level. At TBC Action Coach, Tim teaches business owners how to get back their time, find and retain good employees, and make more money. And using the experience he gained as a professional in corporate business and as a business owner himself, Tim is able to relate to his clients and guide them on a path to success. Tim, thanks so much for joining us here on the CG Business Advisor. Really appreciate your time. It's my pleasure to be on the show. Thanks for having me. So before we start, I want to learn a little bit about yourself and your background. So how did this all come about prior to you becoming the owner of TBC Action Coach? Yeah, so I spent uh, 20-some years in the corporate world uh, in consumer product goods marketing, so uh, leading marketing teams, uh, full P&L responsibility, uh, worked for a number of different well-known companies like uh, SC Johnson on brands like Raid and Off and Ziploc and Saran Wrap, went to Sargento Cheese. Uh, what brought me here to the Indiana area is Red Gold Tomatoes. So all family-owned companies, uh, great, great companies. Um, and then uh, I've just always wanted to own my own business. Was too afraid to to step out and and you know let go of those golden handcuffs and and take that opportunity. Um, but then I I I I moved to a pu- public company, and uh, the public company is run very different than the family-owned companies that I was used to and. And I, I knew right away that it wasn't going to be a long-term fit for me. And, and I was kind of in that decision point of what do I do, right? What do I want to be when I grow up? We, we were going to have to move again to a, another city. I was actually there in temporary housing and commuting back and forth and had a, a, a conversation with my wife of, I'm not sure what to do. And she said, Tim, you've always wanted to own your own business. Uh, maybe this is the right time to do it. And I had a whole bunch of worries and fears and and excuses, and she talked through all of them. And um, the the one that really helped uh, is she said, Tim, in five years from now, will you if you don't do it, will you look back and regret that you didn't mm-hmm. you know didn't try? And I'm like, Yeah, you know what? I really I think I will. So she says, Well, then there's your answer. Let's let's go. And so why? decide to be a business coach and help business owners and become, you know, this action coach. Yeah. Well, I, the funny thing is that I didn't know business coaching was a thing. What I knew was that I wanted a B2B to be in B2B service uh, based on my background and my passions. I knew I wanted to help people and I knew I didn't want a brick and mortar to start. I didn't want that financial burden. I also knew I wanted a franchise because I wanted a proven process and methodology. So I did a Google search on franchise opportunities, B2B, and um, business coaching popped up and I read about it and said, that's it. That matches my background, skills, and experience as well as my passion to help others. And, um, and also, 
uh, as I read into it more, I, I learned that what we do is we help business owners to go from simply owning themselves a job to being a true business owner, where when you're a business owner, you don't have the risk of if something happens to you, right, that you can't show up to work, that, that if you're the only person on the job or you're the one doing all the day-to-day, the -day, then your livelihood is at risk. And, and growing up, my dad was a mechanic. And uh, he, the wear and tear that he had from being a mechanic messed up his shoulder. He had to have surgery. And unfortunately, the surgery didn't fix the problem. And so I saw firsthand the financial hardship that that can have on a family. And, and I look around and, and see there are thousands of business owners who it, they're either a solopreneur or they're very heavily involved in the day-to-day. -day. And, you know, God forbid, if something was to happen for them, to them, they'd be in the same situation that, that my family was. And so I've got that passion as well to help make a difference in, in business owners' lives and, and get them out of that risk of something happening to them. Yeah, it's fantastic. So when business owners come to you, what's the first step you take in guiding them down the right path? Yeah, it starts with a bunch of questions. And the questions are because we may not be the right fit for them. And so I'm not going to just sell them on a program. I want to make sure that what they're looking for and what we offer is aligned and, and they're going to get the benefit out of that. So the questions are things like asking where they're at today, you know, where they want to take the business, what are some of the challenges that they're facing. Um, through that, I'll then explain how our program works and, and the different ways that we work with business owners and and we'll give them a, a, an idea of what their business could look like, you know, over the next 12 months of working together, um, type, talk them through the, the different programs that we have. And if we both decide that it makes sense, we then will, you know, get them engaged in a program and, and, and start with an initial alignment, which is, you know, developing their long-term vision for their company and their three-year plan. So that we have that tangible I, you know, concept of, you know, what are we working towards? And then we, we start with their first 90 day plan of what are the things that they need to do on a week to week basis? You know, we've heard the terms, the businesses can get stuck and uh, you like to get them unstuck, eliminate the chaos. Tell me yeah. a little bit more about that. How do you help business owners avoid that end to get unstuck in their ways? Yeah. I like to use the analogy of building a high rise or a skyscraper and if you think of that, if, if you start just building the building without having strong foundation and solid footings, the building's going to get all wobbly and, and probably fall over. So if the per person building that building doesn't have that foundation and, and start scaling the building, they're going to be spending all of their time figuring out how to secure the building so it doesn't fall over. Well, that's the same as a business. If we don't start with having a strong foundation in our business and we start to scale it, then the business owner is finding themselves always running around fixing the problems, right? The eliminating the chaos because of the fact that they don't have that solid foundation. So with every business, we start at, you know, step one of our process is called mastery. And mastery is all about eliminating that day-to-day -day chaos by putting those that solid foundation in place. So it's things like, you know, destination mastery. So ensuring that we've got clarity on what does this business look like when it's done. Um, time mastery is another area, making sure that we know where we're spending our time. Uh, delivery mastery is another area where it's all about ensuring that we've got 
solid principles in place of being able to actually deliver our product or service. And then finally, money mastery is making sure that we know the financial health of our business and we're making good business decisions based on that. Most business owners are experts at their art or their craft or their trade. And, and they get into business because they you know, have a, a sense of, you know what, I can do this better than the person I'm working for because I'm doing all the work. But then they have a, that reality of, oh, there's a whole other side to running a business that I don't know how to do, right? The, the, some of the things that I just talked through. So the chaos comes from just simply not having the, the understanding and the knowledge of managing all of that part of the business. So there, there's required a, a business re-education is what we call it, is stepping back and learning how to be a great business owner as opposed to a great doer of, uh, you know, in the business. Talk to me more about time mastery, because I feel like that's such an integral part of this whole process. It absolutely is. In fact, most of our clients come to us because they're time strapped, they're overwhelmed. Some are, have, have gone through burnout or are approaching that feeling of burnout. Um, there's a, a, a culture, uh, a common culture thing right now that's happening that's actually not helping the situation. It's called, you know, the 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 keep working, the hustle and grind, the, mm. you know, just keep doing well. It's getting romanticized that, you know, if you want to be successful, you got to do the hustle. Well, the reality is, is, you know, in the first couple of years of starting a business, you do have to put in extra time because there's a whole, there's a huge learning curve, but there's only 24 hours in a day. We need to get sleep. We need to recharge. And, you know, there's a horrible stat that about 80% of businesses go out of business. And the number one reason for that is burnout. So time mastery is all about understanding where are we spending our time and is it where we should be spending our time? So generally speaking, business owners have their hands in every aspect of the business. So one of the things we ask them to evaluate is, you know, what's your hourly worth to the organization? And a simple way to do that is you take the, the company's revenue, you divide by 2,000 hours, and that's your hourly worth to the company. So it's a, if it's a million-dollar business, 2,000 hours, it's $500 an hour. So then I ask them, then why are you doing all those $20 and $50 an hour jobs? Mm -hmm. And so time mastery is going through and understanding where are they spending their time, where, and of those things, where should they not be? And is it something that we should delegate? Is it something that we should outsource or is it sim simply something that you sh should just stop doing because it's not adding value to the company? Yeah. Going through that exercise, it identifies those areas and then we put plans in place of, okay, what things do we delegate now? Might we have to hire somebody to take that, those things off your plate? And there's always a worry of, well, Tim, I've tried hiring before, but nobody can do the job as well as me. You know, I've, I've tried it and it's failed. And Generally speaking, that's because we haven't set the employee up for success, right? We haven't trained them. We don't have processes or manuals in place for them to follow. So we have to work through that as well to make sure that the employee is able to do the job as well as the, the owner. And when we get that time mastery in place for the owner, we then push that down to the next level in the organization and get everybody to be using their time in the most efficient and effective way. You're hitting home here, Tim. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now are like, man, it's, it's, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that I got to reevaluate. <laughs> what are some other areas that you focus on with these business owners? Yeah, um, so I, I alluded to the six steps earlier. So we've got a, a methodology 
you know, it's based on best practices of how great companies are run. So mastery was the first step that I just talked through. Second step is marketing and sales. So once you've got that foundation in place, you can now grow. So making sure that we have a marketing plan or a lead generation plan in place, having a sales process in place so that when we get those leads, we've got a, a succinct way that we uh, filter them through our, our sales process and we're testing and measuring and tracking those steps to see where we're doing well versus where we're not. Um, step three is systems. So here it's all about leveraging uh, within the organization. So creating systems and processes and procedures to help the business run more efficiently and effectively. The, they say that about 80% of, of the day-to-day -day operations in the business is routine work. So the more that we can systematize that routine, it frees us up to then humanize the exceptions, that 20%. Step four is team. So making sure we've got the right people on the bus, they're sitting in the right seat on the bus and we're setting them up for success. So right people on the bus means that they're aligned to our culture, our values and our beliefs, right? We can teach skills and, and, and they can gain experience over time, but we can't teach a cultural fit. So we want to implement the higher, slow, fire, fast mentality of let's make sure that they truly align with our, our company's values and beliefs first. Sitting in the right seat on the bus means that they've got the skills and experience that we need for them to have to excel. And then setting them up for success is training, you know, having a 90-day onboarding plan, having ongoing coaching and, and guidance and direction for them. One thing that I've, know, I've seen is that most um, owners or managers don't have weekly meetings with their, with their direct reports. So... In that case, how is the direct report ever going to get the coaching and, and accountability that they need to, to ensure that they're performing up to standards? So that's an area that we, we focus on right away is, is getting those um, meetings set up with, with direct reports. The other challenge is having too many direct reports, right? Of, oh, I have 50 people that report to me. Well, it's impossible to manage 50 people. So then we have to look at you know, breaking that down into something that's more, you know, manageable and appropriate for the company. You know, I'm listening to all this and I'm thinking about how owners can make sure that uh, they're absorbing this information, right? So how has your experience in the corporate world and as a business owner helped you better connect with your clients as a coach. And so this way they take this information from you and they know it's coming from your experience. And how do you relay that to them? Yeah, so um, both the experience and then the fact that we're a franchise. So let me talk about both of those. So I spent time um, through high school and college, I ran rest KFC restaurants. So I've got that practical experience. Uh, then I spent 20 some years in consumer product goods marketing that I talked about earlier. So in that I had you know, full P&L responsibility, as well as managing my direct reports and the cross-functional team. And I had to go in front of the, you know, the family or the, you know, the, the leadership team and every month and check in on, you know, was I hitting the numbers? And if not, what did we, what did we need to do to course correct? And now as a business owner, right, I get it, right? I, I'm the same, in the same place that my clients are, right? I have a coach and I'm wrestling with the the same things that I just explained earlier today of, you know, having having my hands in different parts of the business and being distracted by, you know, some of the some of the day to day things that come up. And so, um, having a coach myself has really helped me to understand 
you know, the benefit of it and, and implementing it. The other thing that was critical to me in terms of, you know, having a franchise is the franchise has been around for 30 years. So our methodology and our approach has proven the test of time. We, we have about a thousand offices in 80 countries around the world, which means that we've worked with virtually every industry in, you know, multiple countries. So there's no question at all about the best practices that we bring to the table, you know, have worked. Now, here's the thing. The key is in actually making sure that we are taking those best practices and aligning them with the owner in a way that will make sense for them and that fits their business model and their culture. So it's not a one size fits all. There's, a, there's an overall framework, but then we work with the business owner to figure out, well, how do we make this make sense in your business? Right? Well, then how do they ensure that it's going to keep helping as they move forward, as they progress throughout? Yeah, great question. Well. Our program is built on the concept of build the plan, work the plan, get coaching guidance and direction along the way, and then repeat every 90 days. So we bring all of our clients together to build their 90-day plan, and then we work the plan in, and get that, you know, whether it's a weekly or a bi-weekly or a monthly check-in, depending on which coaching program they're in, they have the opportunity to, to then get, you know, some some guidance, but sometimes some tough love and sometimes some accountability of, you know, making sure that they're doing what they said they, they needed to do and getting some education along the way, because we all have to learn to become better versions of ourselves. And so as long as the business owner is serious about improving, as long as they're willing to, to do the work, then they're going to continue to see the benefit of the program, right? We've had to, unfortunately, we've had to part ways with with some clients who have, you know, come into the program and weren't willing to do the work. And so, you know, it, it, it's not worth us keeping them um, as a client because it's our reputation that if they're not going to do the work, then, then it doesn't make sense. So part of our pre-screening, right, that earlier when I said we asked lots of questions, mm -hmm. they're going to they're gonna evaluate us if we're the right fit for them just as much as we're evaluating if they're the right fit for us because... Again, it just doesn't make sense to work together if they're not going to see the benefit of it and aren't going to be willing to put in the time to to implement the the best practices and the and the things that they need to in their business. What's the most rewarding aspect of all of this for you? Um, it's definitely when clients are able to take vacation for the first time ever. So <laughs> we, we um. We have a client, she's, she actually now is semi-retired and, and transitioning the business to her daughter. But when we first started working together about three and a half years ago, uh, she had never taken a vacation in 12 years. And wow. so in, within the first 12 months, she was able to take a one week away. The next year, she took two weeks off. And as I just said, now she's semi-retired. So that was pretty special to be able to know that we had a part in that. That's great. And uh, we could all use a vacation, but <laughs> <laughs> we're not sure if we can take one. Uh, where can our listeners go to get in touch with you and learn more about what you do as an action coach, Tim? Yeah, you can go to our website. It's tbcactioncoach.com. tbcactioncoach.com. Tim, thank you so much for the great information. I'm sure a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs can get a lot out of a conversation with you. Scott, thank you so much for having me on the show. I think we can all take something away from the conversation with Tim. Lots of good information for business owners, 
to just get unstuck and progress forward because we can all use a little bit of help to get back our time. Yeah, that vacation comment really hit home for me. For more information about CG Tax Audit and Advisory, you can head to our website, cgteam.com. If you click on the podcast link there, you will find links to all of our podcast episodes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we'll talk to you next time right here on the CG Business Advisor.